The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Gentle Power Radio with your host, Nancy Gentle Boudry. In today's show, Nancy and her amazing guests are here to help you master your thoughts, emotions, and state of being through the practice of being comfortable in the stillness of your inner power. Now, here is Nancy Gentle Boudry. Hello and welcome, and thank you everyone for your patience as we had a little technical difficulty there. Welcome to the premiere show of Gentle Power Radio, Living in a State of Grace. I'm your host, Nancy Gentle Boudry, and I'm very excited to be a part of the Voice America Network. For those of you who have followed me over from Blog Talk Radio, I appreciate all the loving support you have given me over the past year and a half, and I look forward to expanding my passion and my purpose here on the Empowerment Channel. Today's show is chock full of wonderful information to support your personal journey of claiming gentle, beautifully loving power that resides within each of us if we only tap in and doing it fully connected to our own sense of grace. I will explain the mission of the show and how I came to define my own gentle power, and then we will be joined by New York bestselling author James Twyman as he shares with us his personal rituals to connect to his inner power and grace, as well as insight on how we can maintain our connection throughout our day. He'll also share with us his current projects and passions. So without further delay, let's get started. The mission of Gentle Power Radio is to greet you wherever you are on the journey of awakening to the power that lies within you. You are the master of every one of your thoughts, emotions, and your state of being. And my goal is to assist you in cultivating and claiming this mindset and maintaining it. And together with my guest every week, we will offer insight, tools, and techniques that will assist you in cultivating a practice of responding to life instead of reacting to it, understanding that you hold the power to choose how you show up throughout your day. No one else but you. You're in control of you. You're not a victim to your day. You are the master of your day. And you can choose to step into that power or take back your power, whichever is needed in that moment in time. And here on my show, I will support you wherever you are on your journey to self-empowerment, whether it's learning to live in awareness of how you are greeting each moment or reminding you to live in awareness in each moment. It is from this awareness you are then able to harness the power to respond to life situations and life experiences, and you live in a day filled with your own loving, gentle power 
because you're choosing to live it from a state of grace. Doesn't this sound great? Wouldn't you like to greet your day, day-to-day challenges, and manage your stress levels doing this? You can, folks, and we're going to do it together. So how do we harness this power to choose how you show up instead of just being a victim to your reactions? I believe we have to understand self, free of judgment. What makes you uniquely you? Living in awareness, being that silent witness to your own life experiences, and begin noticing how you live in each moment. I believe the best way to explore this viewpoint, this lens by which you see you and the world around you, is by cultivating a practice of being comfortable in the stillness that lies within. Comfortable in being with one's self. There is just as much power in being as there is in doing. But this is no easy feat. I want you to take a moment right now and ask yourself, how do I feel when I connect to my inner stillness? How do I feel when I connect to my inner stillness? Remember, folks, that connecting to your inner stillness can be done a multitude of different ways. It can be sitting and looking out the window at nature. It can be done with eyes closed and connected to breath. It can be done walking or running on a beautiful path in nature. The list is endless, but the key is full awareness on the stillness. Not your to-do list and not multitasking. You are fully focused on what you are doing in the stillness, fully present and aware. Some of you may be able to clear the mind and experience the stillness with full expansive awareness. Others may need something to occasionally focus upon as the mind may drift. So you focus on a mantra Deepak Chopra has fabulous 21-day meditation challenges that give you mantras every 15 minutes. Or excuse me, it's like a 15-minute meditation and you get it and you um, run this mantra in your head to keep you focused on task and it lasts, and the meditation is about 15 minutes. Or a simple positive statement or affirmation. Or you might be focused on your breath, but again, you're giving the mind something to focus on. So it's not in this this blank space that then runs off on your to-do list and you know you don't have time to sit here, you've got things you have to do. And again, these are just to name a few. There are many styles of meditation. Find what works for you and connect often so that your mind, body, and spirit begin to live in harmony with each other and you learn to understand what makes you tick. Understand If this is new for you, it may take time to settle in. The mind may race and try to sabotage the experience. You may experience strong sensations or emotions that are not pleasant. So 
you all of a sudden don't want to go within because it pulls up all this range of emotion from maybe sadness or, or anger, past situations in life, whatever. The reason it does is because you're bringing yourself into an inner space and it just is starting to bubble up. But be gentle and loving on yourself. And remember, you are learning to harness your inner power. So it will take training to not feel that victim of those thoughts or those emotions. And you need to release all judgment as best you can. We're a judgmental society, folks. We judge the temperature of our coffee, the taste of our food. So be gentle on yourself, but learn to release and recognize when you're judging yourself. You're your worst critic. You will get better over time. Remember that. And always remember, awareness is power. Being aware of how you are speaking, how you are feeling, there in itself is the power. Power to change, power to evolve, power to be the person you want to be. Each week we'll explore the gentle power within and tools that will assist you in releasing the pain in exchange for peace. Remember, you are choosing to live the life you desire, to live tapping into your inner power, and you deserve to do it with grace and ease. Awareness is power. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my journey to claiming this gentle power within. I began my personal journey over about 15 years ago, and at the time, I owned an insurance agency with multiple locations. I was a wife, a mother to a daughter, and was expecting my son. And I was one intense, driven-to-succeed woman. I thrived on busyness. I didn't like downtime. It actually made me a bit unsettled and nervous, if that makes any sense. I definitely did not spend time being. I was all about the doing. And in looking back, I recognize I was busy filling that space, thinking that was what happiness was all about. Whether it was the social outings, people, things. But what I quickly recognized, that after filling that space, it always came back to the emptiness in the pit of my stomach, either quickly or sometimes thereafter. But that emptiness would always come back. And I'd always say to myself, how is this possible? I have everything I need, everything I wanted. I had achieved many of my personal goals of how I had defined success. <laughs> but I just didn't feel complete. And at this point, I hadn't shared my deep feelings with anyone. As a matter of fact, I don't even think I understood what they were. I didn't even know how to define it to explain it to anyone. I just knew something didn't feel right. But now, looking back, I recognize I didn't have to. My thoughts and my prayers were attracting and lining up synchronistic events that would lead me down a path of self-discovery. A very slow and progressive path, mind you, that spanned about 10 years. Does this sound like anything 
like your journey? It began by my sister mentioning she had just finished reading a book called The Celestine Prophecy, and she found it profound. It's by James Redfield. And I immediately went out and bought it and said, wow, I could, I could use some answers. Maybe this will help. And when I started reading, I was like, whoa, what is this spiritual stuff? I knew nothing about this. The journey had begun. And then nine months to a year later, after the birth of my son, I decided that I was going to stay at home. And once again, trying to find myself, good luck with that, and be what I defined the best mother to be for my children. And my husband lovingly supported that and and that decision and took over all my responsibilities at the agency. But staying at home was vastly different than running my insurance agency. I knew very quickly I needed to drop some of my intensity or someone was going to pay for it. Either me, my husband, my children. I could not run my house like I ran my company. It just wasn't going to work. But I didn't know how to change it or even what I needed to do exactly. I felt lost. Anybody ever felt lost? Then I was strolling my son through the library one day while my daughter was attending story time, and I saw the spiritual or new age section of the library. I didn't know anything about this stuff. I pulled a couple of books off the shelf by Caroline Mays, Christine Northrup, Louise Hay, And another awareness occurred. Just like the Celestine prophecy occurred a year earlier, another seed was planted. I began to explore meditation, yoga, and Reiki. But as I began to develop a practice of being still and introspection, I began to recognize that I really didn't know myself. I was so busy filling my day with what I thought I should do or what was expected of me or what I should like, that I did not even have a sense of who the heck I was. Hmm. No one to blame but myself. I knew that. And I recognized that I had become really good at being a chameleon, great at melding into what everyone else wanted me to be or do. But I didn't know who I was. Time passed some more, and my son was about four or five, and I was having coffee with a girlfriend, and she casually talked about uh, a book she was doing because we were talking about meditating and journaling and trying to discover self. And she said, uh, Simple Abundance by Sarah Brain Brethnack. Eager to check it out, I went out and got it and began reading that daily passages, falling in love with every page, and looking forward to the next day to read Sarah's insights on living life with simplicity and abundance, as she defined it. I didn't know if this was the epiphany people were talking about, or was it just timing? I don't know. This book seemed to hold my answers, but I'm not really sure what answers, again, was I looking for. I'm sharing my story with you merely to show you. You don't have to have a life-changing event, a near-death experience, a revelation. I was a woman nearing her middle-aged years searching for self, plain and simple, living in awareness without knowing what awareness even was, just following the signs that the divine was showing me to assist me with my questioning. The one thing I did have and I continue to have since I was a little girl was a strong faith and connection to God and Jesus growing up as a Catholic. And as time 
came and grew stronger. My connection grew stronger as time passed, and I redefined my relationship with God, Jesus. Nothing happened fast for me. Does this sound like you? Have you been journeying a while, or are you waiting for that epiphany? But I can tell you that over the span of these years now, I recognize, as Wayne Dyer so wonderfully put it, happiness is not something that you get in life. Happiness is something you bring to life. So I want you to recognize this is happiness is something you bring to life. And as I continue to journey on the road of self-discovery, I recognize that I hold the key to my own success, my own happiness, my own inner peace, no one else. And when I'm connecting to how I define God and source, I experience a feeling of grace that fuels my inner peace and fuels my inner power. And you'll hear more of my story as time progresses. Don't you worry. (laughs) But today we're defining our inner power, and this is how I found my inner power. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, world-renowned James Twine will be joining us, and he will bring some valuable insight to us and share with us his, his wonderful inner journey. So stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Visit AwakenWithLight.com for information about Nancy's services. If you are under stress or perhaps have a medical condition like chronic pain, high blood pressure, depression, or lack of motivation in your daily life, Nancy can help using energy work such as Reiki, meditation, and wellness techniques. Nancy can create a customized self-discovery program to fit your unique needs. Nancy is also available as a speaker for corporate meditation and presentations and offers classes and workshops online, by phone, and in her studio. Call Nancy today at 484-876-1048. That's 484-876-1048. Or visit awakenwithlight.com to find out more. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. tuned into Gentle Power Radio. To reach Nancy Gentle Boudry or her guest on the program today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
If you'd like, send Nancy an email to nancy at awakenwithlight.com. Now, back to Gentle Power Radio. Hello and welcome back. And for those of us just joining us, I am excited to welcome my guest, James Twyman, author, musician, producer, and director. Now, that's some accomplishments. Welcome, James. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me on the program. Oh, I'm so glad you're joining us here on my premiere show. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about your journey to enlightenment and your self-discovery? <laughs> oh, sure. Gosh, <laughs> it's always such a big question. It is loaded, uh, right? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to say, well, it started here or it started there because I think for all of us, it's always beginning every moment is a new beginning and there's so many benchmarks or moments that we can look back at and say that that was a a critical moment where the tumblers fell into place or that many of the pieces fell together but uh, first of all I'll say that I've always felt very drawn to spirituality and many different expressions in particular when I was growing up um, like you, I was raised Catholic, and I was having some beautiful, beautiful mystical experiences. And to me, uh, that just meant I was supposed to be a priest. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, right. I was an altar boy. I, I loved all of that stuff. And so right out of high school, I uh, became a Franciscan. And I I loved that for about two years. But then I thought I was too young to make a decision like that. So I left and continued on at university and it it wasn't until right after I graduated um, I was dating a woman at the time who was just getting into the metaphysical movement at that time in the uh, early 80s it was just really starting to take hold and she introduced me to a book called The Autobiography of a Yogi Oh yeah, the book about Paramahansa Yogananda his autobiography and I have to say, it just blew the roof right off of my um, my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> yes, yes, isn't it? It's like putting that magnifying. I go, whoa, there's way more out here than this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and I, I've never been someone who considered myself to be a recovering Catholic or no. anything like that. Right, me either. Um, because I, I love and honor the way that I was raised. But it just showed me a, a whole new perspective in that there was beauty and and. Uh, grace in so many spiritual paths. So that's really where that part of the journey took off for me. Um, But then again, it wasn't until a number of years later, it was actually 1994, Mm -hmm. that things really shifted for me. Um, I had always been a musician. And uh, one day, a a friend of mine had given me a sheet of paper that had the peace prayers from the 12 major religions of the world on them. So the Buddhist peace prayer, the Muslim, the Christian, on and on. And as I read each of these prayers, I had a remarkable experience where uh, I was just reading and I could hear music, almost as if it was coming from the next room. And I began to just pick up my guitar and play along. And one after another, the music for each of these prayers just presented themselves and uh, within one hour, I had put all 12 of those prayers to music. Oh, beautiful. And it was probably the best music I'd ever written, 12 songs in one hour. And I knew that this was not an accident, and I knew I was being given a gift 
that I was meant to share. So in that moment, I decided that that's what I was going to do with, with the rest of my life, was to share these prayers in one way or another. And I began traveling around the world. Um, people were calling me the peace troubadour, and I yeah. found myself getting invited to countries like Iraq and Northern Ireland and Israel and many, many other countries that, that were at war, had conflicts raging, South Africa, many others. And, uh, and I would perform this uh, peace concert. In fact, the first place I was ever invited was during the Balkan War. I was invited to Bosnia and Croatia in 1995. Wow. And I had a remarkable experience there that ultimately became the subject of my first book, Emissary of Light. Uh, and from there, it was off to the races, and I, I just simply kept connecting the dots and following the guidance and following the momentum, and it has led to so many beautiful experiences from the many books to uh, five feature films now uh, and much more music and classes and traveling, and I, I think I'm just an example of what happens when you just continue to say yes. Yep. And just keep following the guidance. Uh, where's it going to lead? Don't try and figure it out. Right. Let it let it figure you out. And if you do, you're going to have a great adventure. And I think my life is a testament of that. That is so true, isn't it? It's just it's it's just living in awareness. You listen to those gentle nudges, and then you and then you would just do, and you surrender to it, and just allowed it to flow. That's right. right. <laughs> you know, a lot of people they. You know, they think about things like the law of attraction or manifestation and such, and uh, they think that there's planning that has to be done, that they have an inspiration, that they now have to plan, that they need to figure it all out. And I, I work very differently. <laughs> I, uh, I like to go from inspiration to manifestation almost instantly, Ooh. rather than having an inspiration, thinking that I can now figure it out, what needs to happen, what do I, what, what do I need to do rather than realizing that the power is in my surrender. The power is in my ability to trust that inspiration and to know that there is a, a soul within that inspiration itself that will guide me. And if I just begin putting one foot in front of the other and begin activating this vision, then it's either going to take form or it's not. And there have been a lot of times when I've done that and it didn't go anywhere, yes. and that's fine. Yeah, but right. there have been many others where... Uh, it took off and was remarkable. And so the, the whole thing of inspiration, I think, is important. And to realize that as soon as we have an inspiration to surrender to it and to trust it and to allow it to show us rather than thinking that we, now, that we need to now show it yes. what it's supposed to do. Bingo. Yep. Isn't that the truth? That, and that's what I really think I want the listeners to understand. And that's when we talk about this gentle power within and, and then that connection to grace. You, it's the, you, you know, your, your inner divinity, that inner light, you're, you're connected and you're allowing this state of flow, this connection to just take you. And mm -hmm. you, I, I, you've been on some just amazing, I mean, over the, the transition of this, uh, you know, from your earlier books to now. I mean, my goodness, when I was looking at all the, I, I've, I've loved several of your books. And I, um, gosh, I'll tell you, I, 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 when I read your book, um, The Barn Dance, um, mm. oh, I, you know, 
my heart hurt. <laughs> my heart hurt. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? I guess we're, we're you know sure. we'll let them in on it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we can let them know about your heartache. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I mentioned a few minutes ago um, the woman who first introduced me to metaphysics, and it was actually um, my she became my wife, Linda, and was the great love of my life and yet I was so young at the time I think we got married when we were 23 I really had no idea how to be a husband a father have a normal life mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever really cut out for a normal life and uh, I always felt that there was something that my soul was longing to extend and to uh, to to become and to share and somehow in that time, being in my early 20s, all I knew was that I wasn't doing it selling craftmatic beds. That's, <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was selling adjustable beds at the time, and, and that wasn't going to do it. And Linda and I ended up separating um, when we were about 25, and I almost immediately realized that's not what I wanted, um, but as things turned out, I... I tried to save the marriage for about 15 or 16 years, and uh, we were separated all that time. And, and then there, there came a moment when uh, things were shifting for us, and because we had always been best friends and very close, and we have a daughter, and, and she was thinking about moving out to Oregon, and we were looking at the possibility of trying it again. And it was around that same time, uh, one night a, a little over nine years ago now, uh, that two men entered her apartment in Chicago and ended her life. And clearly that's something that you are never yes. prepared for. And uh, given a tragedy like that with someone that you know and love so well, and it was so loved by so many people, uh, it, is, it is quite a remarkable journey, grief, and uh, one that is very revealing. I remember when... When that happened and we traveled to Chicago, um, a very dear friend of mine, Neil Donald Walsh, came with me to support me. And at one point, he or someone said to me, when you get over this, blah, blah, blah. And I was really offended. And I remember saying, this is not the kind Mm -mm. of thing that you get over. No. And Neil looked at me and he said, that's right. You'll never get over this. No. But there will come a day where it's no longer over you. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was that was pretty remarkable, and it's exactly the way it turned out. It was about three years later, maybe three and a half years later, that that I, I felt that shift, like clouds that had been there all winter, and suddenly they were gone, and you can suddenly see the blue sky. You you still feel the chill, but you don't feel the weight of the clouds, <sighs> and and but at the same time, something remarkable happened because we found out that someone had confessed to Linda's murder. And so we began to um, just check in and see what that was all about. And I found myself obsessing over something that happened when we were driving back west to Oregon from Chicago after her funeral. My daughter and myself and one of her best friends, we were driving. And to make a very long story very short, we, we almost went over the side of a cliff during a, uh, a blizzard. You. And I found myself, when I found out about uh, 
this person who had uh, apparently confessed to her murder, I found myself obsessing with that cliff and wondering what would have happened. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And in the end, after about a week of this, I decided I had to drive back to that cliff. I had to find that spot where we almost went over. And I did. And when I hiked down to the bottom of that cliff, I won't go much into what happened, but a remarkable journey started. It ended up being a very special place. And um, the the subtitle of the book, The Barn Dance, mm-hmm. is uh, somewhere between heaven and earth. Wait, somewhere between heaven and earth, there is a place where I can't remember to tell yeah, you the truth. Yeah, right. I do <laughs> it's remember. It's a beautiful that. subtitle. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but it's some, it was something to in the regard of some somewhere between heaven and earth. There is a place where where magic happens. Yes, yes. And that is exactly what happened. Oh. And I finally had the chance to heal that tragedy yes. and to heal my grief and. Uh, and I remember writing that book after the experience. I came back and knew I had to write about it. Um, I think I wrote the entire book in about three weeks, and I didn't want it to end. I was mad that I was writing so fast because <laughs> it was so beautiful to relive the situation. And of all the books I've written, I, I have to say that is my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's the best written. And that's because I had to go so deep. Yes. I needed it so much for my own healing. That's what I could feel. I could yeah. feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I could feel that profound sense of healing happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. It's certainly not my quote-unquote most spiritual book, right. but it's my favorite. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I wanted the, the listeners to hear. We're going to uh, take a short break here, and when we come back, James... And I will take your questions live and on the air. Call in at 1-888-346-9141. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Divorce leaves behind some lasting scars. Besides the emotional impact of starting over, keeping your family in order, co-parenting, and the general confusion that comes with it, there are also financial impacts, slow and grueling legal processes, and lack of support and resources to turn to. Tune in to Divorce Sucks, a smart girl's guide to doing it better, with host Laura Maiola. We'll bring you the tools to sort it all out the right way. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Visit AwakenWithLight.com for information about Nancy's services. If you are under stress or perhaps have a medical condition like chronic pain, high blood pressure, depression, or lack of motivation in your daily life, Nancy can help using energy work such as Reiki, meditation, and wellness techniques. Nancy can create a customized self-discovery program to fit your unique needs. Nancy is also available as a speaker for corporate meditation and presentations and offers classes and workshops online, by phone, and in her studio. Call Nancy today at 484-876-1048. That's 484-876-1048. Or visit awakenwithlight.com to find out more. 
Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Gentle Power Radio. To reach Nancy Gentle Boudry or her guest on the program today, please call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd like, send Nancy an email to nancy at awakenwithlight.com. Now, back to Gentle Power Radio. Welcome back. I'm Nancy Gentle Boudry, and we're opening the phone lines for your questions for James. Anything you'd like to know to support your journey toward inner power and living in a state of grace, ask away. So, James, while we're waiting, I think they're trying to make a few connections, and I don't know what's going on. Tell us a little bit. I think I I noticed you were doing something fun, a a chorus in Miracles that started back in January. Uh, Can you tell our listeners a little bit? I think it would be a great tool to support their their time and stillness. I totally agree with that. Many people are probably aware of the great spiritual classic, A Course in Miracles. I've, I've been a Course in Miracles student for well over 20 years. It's been really the, the foundation of my own spiritual practice. And for me, without question, the most powerful uh, spiritual teaching, I think, of modern times. In fact, from my perspective, there's nothing that even comes close to the wisdom of A Course in Miracles. And I could talk about what that is, but people could figure that out pretty quickly themselves. But basically, being a student for over 20 years, I knew that I wanted to reinvigorate my own practice. And the best way to do that is to share that with others. And being a musician, I decided that uh, what I would do is I would write a song for the entire workbook of The Course in Miracles. Now, for people who are familiar with A Course in Miracles, the workbook has one lesson each day for 365 days. So that would mean I would have to write write it and record 365 songs uh, and then read all the lessons. And I knew that this was bigger than anything else I'd ever tried before. Uh, And... Yet I decided to go for it because it was important for me and for my own practice. Yeah. And we began to promote it. And before long, we had 20,000 people who had signed up for this. And the Whoa. music was coming, from, was coming from such a deep place. It was actually beautiful. I, and the, most of these are not just songs with me and the guitar. They're, they're very big produced, well produced songs. And... Uh, like I said, it's just an, an enormous endeavor. And, but it's great because music has a way of diving so much deeper yes. than just listening to someone talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a great Catholic saint, St. Saint Augustine, who said, when we sing, we pray twice. Yes. And that was yes. sort, sort of the attitude that I went with in, in doing uh, the music for the, the workbook and um, I think the best thing for people would be just to experience it themselves and to hear a couple of the lessons. And the best way to do that would be to simply go to ACIM Revival. Okay. ACIM stands for A Course in Miracles. So ACIMRevival.com. And they can listen to a couple of lessons there or a couple songs and 
And then if they like it, this is a completely free program. We put this out so that people all over the world could be part of this. And transformation already in just a month and a half has been truly remarkable. People who have been lifelong Course in Miracles students are finding new life uh, in the workbook. People who have never been exposed to it before are finding and discovering its rich uh, teaching and transformation. Oh, so once again, if anyone wants to get more and listen to a couple of the lessons, they can just go to acimrevival.com and they can do that. Awesome. Great. I think we do have some callers. Let's take that call from Robin in Connecticut. Robin? Hi, Nance. It's Robin Claire. Hi, oh, JT. We Hi, Robin <laughs> Claire. How are you? Good. How are you guys? You. We are great. Good, good, good. So I, I will speak to the ACIM revival. Um, you know, um, that I'm doing, excuse me, that I'm doing it every day. And it's just made such an impact on my life this year because as, as I, I've never studied the A Course in Miracles, and I'm one of those long-time spiritual students. And what I'm loving is, well, I love the music, but I also love the impact of just having just this simple but profound teaching for me to think about and to, and to follow every day. So I'm very excited to be able to do this all year, so thank you for putting that out there. Oh, well, you're so welcome, Robin, and you and I have done other projects together before, and I was really happy to hear that you were doing this, and and you're a great example of so many people who are taking that program, people who have been long-time uh, spiritual students and have done great work on their own, and with the books that you've written and all the workshops that you've done, uh, I was really happy to hear that you were uh, taking the course, and uh, you know, as you said, it's it, it's remarkable when when you dedicate a whole year to going this deep, and when you combine that with the music and the chanting, and 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 just listen. Also, just knowing that you're part of a community of people, knowing that there are thousands of people who are doing it with you, that you're not alone, exactly. just sitting in your house reading a book. Yeah. That every morning when people get up, they they click on that link and they can hear those lessons and share it with you. I think that is a great thing to have that too. community. That is. That's awesome. Thank you, Robin. Well, that's great. You're welcome. So I didn't actually, uh, it was, the timing was perfect that I could, I could add to that, but I was also um, calling about a comment that you had made earlier, JT, about, about listening, listening to spirit and then taking action. So whenever I, Whenever I see any of your projects, I always think of that expression, um, ready, fire, aim. And um, <laughs> I always think that because you're always so willing to, to follow the inspiration of spirit yes. and, then see, and then see how it works. So, and if it doesn't, it does, and if it does, it does. And then, you know, knowing that it has the potential to have such an extraordinary impact on society, or it may not work at all. So I just, I don't know, I just always admire that in you. And I just wanted to share that because I think that level of courage is so important if we're really inspired to change the world. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Robin. Very true. Yes, thank you. Good. So that's really all I was to comment I wanted to make. So good luck, both of you, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Thank you nice to hear okay, from you. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. And we've got a caller, John from Florida. John? 
Well, yes, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, hello, James. Hi, John. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, wow, Nancy, uh, James Twyman on your first show. My goodness. <laughs> uh, you must be living good. <laughs> I'm trying. Hopefully it, hopefully it only gets better from here. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I'd like to thank you, Nancy, for sharing your, uh, your story uh, and your words of wisdom. It was uh, very heartfelt. Oh, thank you and so much. I'd like to know, I have one question for Nancy, and then I have just a short question for James. All right. Nancy, um, how can I live in the here and now while everyone I come in contact with is not? Do you have any uh, books on that uh, or just a few words to help? Well, let's see. Well, the, the key is it comes from within. In my, so living in the here and now, we're living examples. So if you just stay connected, John, and you connect to your own inner power and your connection to your own sense of source, and you live fully present, then I think by that example, you will show those around you and also your life experience and the challenges in the day-to-day situations will line up to support that living and awareness, that present moment, because you're greeting it that way. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, that's nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Now, James, I just have a quick, uh, I'm a big St. Germain fan. Uh, I read all his books. At least I'm trying to read all his books. Uh, What was your inspiration when you wrote The Moses Code? Well, <laughs> I mean, if you can say that short and sweet. Yeah, uh, I can, actually. You know, uh, the, you know the, I, I began writing The Moses Code right after I watched a movie that a lot of people saw, a movie called The Secret. And yeah, I saw that. I remember yeah. watching that movie thinking, is this what we've come to? <laughs> right, right. To thinking that spirituality is all about getting what I want, getting what I don't have. I mean, and so I realized that what the secret is all about is what I call the ego's law of attraction. How do I get what I think will satisfy me? Uh, and the mantra of the ego's law of manifestation is I want. But the soul has its own law of attraction. And the mantra for the souls is I am. And that's yeah. where the Moses Code comes in. It's oh. about embracing the I am or the name of God within us and to realize that the only way for us to truly have what the soul longs for is to give it away. And that's really what the heart of the Moses Code is. Well, geez. Well, wow. thank you. I, I really appreciate both of you. Thank you so much thank for calling. Thank you so much for calling thank in. Thank you for your time. Well, it's time to wrap us uh, wrap up today's show. If we didn't get to your questions, feel free to email me at nancy at awakenwithlight.com. I thank you for joining us today and be sure to tune in next week when my guest is Access Consciousness founder, Gary Douglas. Until next week, practice living in awareness, staying connected to your inner power, and do it with grace. Love, light, and blessings to you all. Thank you for joining us for Gentle Power Radio. Nancy Gentle Boudry will be back for another edition next Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you back with us next week.